clap. Two. <laughs> Perfect. Liz and I generally clap on one, but I figured you did not. <laughs> oh, I I clapped on zero. Yeah, I clapped as... on zero as well. So. I did we'll, too. We'll figure it out. Uh, see, we're we're talking now, so we'll uh, we'll sync it up as needs be. <laughs> there are all yeah. sorts of hashtag professional going on. Brent should Indeed. be here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what, Theme music. What is this? An episode of What Were They Thinking? <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, got a trailer by chance? Oh shit! <laughs> hashtag professional. All right, view to a kill. Wait. <laughs> Close. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Can I just tell YouTube I don't want YouTube music and I don't care about YouTube music and I'm not going to get YouTube music because they can stop offering me YouTube music every time I open the app. They can hear you right now. They don't care. I know. <laughs> They're all listening to us. Feel the same way about Apple music. I'm like, uh-uh, not doing it. Sorry. No, I know. I don't care if it's free. I don't want nope. it. Just say <coughs> no. Yeah, we want the 1983 one. We want the one that has the close-up of a blowjob as the screen cover. Uh, we totally do. What? <laughs> Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one-last plot holes a gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Sam Cooper was on his way to the altar. It's my wedding. Well, then you have nothing to worry about. They can't start without you. <laughs> Until a secret formula altered his plans. Anytime he wants, he can make himself invisible. And got him mixed up with feds, <laughs> reds, <sighs> and killers. Let's get him before he peels those clothes off. Now, the first 3D action comedy is here. <laughs> The man who wasn't there. You've turned into one of the best thing guys you've ever seen. It has floating balls. And obscene calls. Don't make that sound, Walter. Oh, Walter, please. Flying phones. Who's there? And erogenous zones. Uh, Cindy, that's my nose. Rubbish, Cooper, pure rubbish. Screeches. <laughs> and speeches. Come on, let your eyes demand what your heart knows and understands. It's got flying fists and communists. All power to the people! Quick thinking and heavy drinking. You'll see surprises and disguises. Ding dong! Dopes. You shoot them. And telescopes. What goes on here? All right, now on to the next disaster. There never was a man this mysterious. No, 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 no. This delirious. Whoa. Or this hilarious. <laughs> I demand an explanation for all of this sick behavior. Because there never was a man like the man who wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite the trailer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the man who wasn't there. No. <laughs> By which I mean, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. <laughs> oh, we are continuing in Visa November with the man who wasn't there. 1983. Not the, I don't know, Cohen's Brothers one from like 2002 that keeps popping up. But, that nobody watched. <laughs> I mean, the movie that wasn't there. <laughs> 
But, Steve, if nobody watches a movie, does it really exist? Yeah, that is a great philosophical question. <laughs> uh, but we are not alone to ponder it. No, we have kitties! That's right, we have kitties. And also, the nerdy bitches! Woo! We have Liz and Heather. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to us. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to us. Thank you. <laughs> you are Wait, welcome are they, are for they on our podcast us. Yes. <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excellent. Well, welcome. And uh, of course, Liz is back because we're celebrating the goot. <laughs> the goot! <laughs> oh, we see so much more of the so, goot oh my God. than I ever thought was possible. This movie there's, was so much more than goot. I ever expected. <laughs> <laughs> you see all of the goot. Oh. From many angles. All of the goot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first. Yes. I'm a little parched, babe. Are you now? Well, that's yeah. a shame. A little something to drink. Uh, are you ladies drinking anything this evening? Yes, but nothing it's not exciting beer. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm drinking a gin and tonic made with diet tonic because that's how I roll. Oh. <laughs> I'm just drinking water because I've had a cold for the last week. So hitting it hard. Oh yeah. It's... We have from Laughing Dog Brewing Company Huckleberry Cream Ale, ale brewed with huckleberries. From Idaho, USA. Fetchingly good beer. Nice. Gonna pop my top. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just stopped on the huckleberries. That it's made with huckleberries. So continue. Huckleberry. (laughs) (laughs) And cream, apparently. No. Here goes my top. Ooh, my top. Nice. (laughs) And the pour. Well, we had to do a huckleberry beer because the good is Liz's huckleberry. <laughs> He's so my huckleberry. It's insane. <laughs> Who would have thought? All right. Mm. So the aroma on this is very huckleberry. Like it, yeah. smell, it just smells like berries. It's very it's sweet. No very hop berry, aroma. You might say. <laughs> it's almost Frankenberry. <laughs> it's got a white foamy head. It's a beautiful golden color. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, yeah. It's nice, smooth, mm-hmm. little, uh, little sweet and fruity, but yeah, it's sweet, but it's not overpowering. It's not e- as sweet as the aroma. Yeah, yeah, would have you believe? If you just smelled it, you would think it would just taste like syrup, but it's not. It's actually like a little bit dry. It's very nice. Good all day drinking beer. That would Indeed. be that would be really disappointing for the children that were smelling it and were like, "Ooh, juice." <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh, i think it went bad <laughs> that, that reminds me of my very first experience with vanilla extract and Ooh. thinking oh my gosh this smells amazing and then you drink it and go ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> not good <laughs> what have i done <laughs> like cotton mouth cotton mouth that was my first experience with coffee i always even when i was a little kid i thought coffee just smelled amazing and then i was yeah. like ugh. It's awful. Now I love it. I'm still that way with coffee, so. (laughs) I remember the first time I drank beer, I was about three years old, sitting Mm -hmm. on my dad's lap. We were watching football, and, uh, you know, he was drinking his, uh, it was probably like Coors Light or something like that. You know, know, something fancy. (laughs) And and I'm like, I want some. And he kind of gave me a look and was like, look at his beer, like, yeah, sure, here, have a sip. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I took a little sip, spit it all over him, and he's like, all right. I guess you don't like it then. <laughs> it took me about 20 years to get back to liking it. <laughs> but that's still your reaction when you have a Bud Light. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. You go and you find your dad and you spray it all over. Now, see, if he'd have given me like a nice, I don't know, uh, robust porter or something of that sort, I'd probably be a six-year-old alcoholic. <laughs> 
my first beer, there's a picture somewhere. My mom has it. I was about a year and a half old. I climbed up on my uncle's knee and I stole his beer. <laughs> nice. I have a similar <laughs> the whole story. Thing. Yeah, I was probably three or four as well, but it was it was more likely a payment for going to fetch the beer for some adult. It was oh, like, I'm just going to take my little, my tip is the sip here. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to make sure it's good and safe. That's right. That's right. I've got a really classy story. My first sip of beer was when I crawled into my parents' bedroom in the morning and they were asleep and my dad still had some of his leftover beer on the nightstand and that's what I drank. <laughs> so it was flat, it was old, and my dad was <laughs> fell asleep drinking it. So delicious. Nice. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like flat beer. So my dad's favorite beer was always Miller and Miller's logo mm. is is the Eagle. And in mm-hmm. fact, he had a belt buckle that had the eagle on it that said Miller. So there's a lot of debate whether my, what my first word was. Um, but apparently I pointed at my dad's belt buckle. And if you ask my mom, my first word was bird because I was pointing at the bird. If you ask my dad, my first word was beer because it's a Miller belt buckle. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my, uh, my niece Maddie, when she was about three years old, was going to a church daycare type school. And, you know, they're, they're asking all the kids, they're like, what's your mom's favorite drink? And she's like, uh, orange juice, which it was like OJ and vodka. Yeah. Uh, but, you <laughs> know, it's, it's clear. She don't know. And so that they ask, well, what's your daddy's favorite drink? And she goes, beer. And they're like, <laughs> and they, of course, they thought this was hilarious. And so, you know, my sister's mortified when she hears about this after picking her up. And she goes home and she's, she's yelling at her husband like, ah, it's, kid knows you drink beer. Like, this is not acceptable. And he turns and looks at her and he goes, you tell those ladies I drink the holy water. And so, <laughs> so she goes back to school the next day and she goes, my dad said to tell you that he drinks holy waters. And we're like, and she, they go, oh, what's in holy water? She goes, beer. So <laughs> no fool in that kid. I love it. Nice. I feel like we're forgetting something. Oh, yeah. The man who wasn't there. <laughs> That's a hard one to forget. So. Yeah, right. Oh. oh, my gosh. I I did not know what to expect from this movie. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. While we were watching this movie, we were frantically messaging the nerdy bitches saying, you guys have to watch this with us because this is... Well, what is this movie? Well, it's directed by Bruce Malmuth. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he's the director of Nighthawks, the uh, Stallone, Rupert Hauer <laughs> movie. <laughs> and then he followed up with this, the first 3D action comedy, as you may have heard in the trailer. Um, and then there's something called Where Are the Children? Don't know what that one's about. Romantic but comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag child murder. No. And then the last thing I've written down is Steven Seagal classic, Hard to Kill. Oh, shit. In which Steven Seagal turns invisible and... No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but this was also written by Stanford Sherman. Who's he, Steve? Well, besides having one of the whitest names I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, he also wrote three episodes of The Man from Uncle. Oh. 16 episodes of Batman, the 1960s <gasps> series. <laughs> Well, that makes all the sense in the world now. Are start, a lot of things are falling into place right now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then the movie Any Which Way You Can, the sequel to Any Which Way But Loose. <gasps> oh, yeah! Oh, Clyde. Uh, Crawl. <laughs> movie. The, the movie Crawl, K-R-U-L-L, the, um, 
I seem to remember it being kind of a Conan ripoff. It's like a knockoff oh, He-Man. We watched that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this, and then of course the Ice Pirates, one of Izzy's favorite yeah! movies. Yeah, fucking love Ice Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Summer movie is usually the more I love it. She she loves them, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, starring the great Steven Gutenberg as Sam Cooper. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> he's, he's the Goot. Come on. <laughs> we know him. We may know him from Zeus and Roxanne. Or Stonecutters meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star? We do. <laughs> and I even have a I even have a glass of beer to, to sing with. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Jeffrey Tambor was in this movie as well. He was the the Russian guy. Oh yeah, nice accent. Jeez. He did a great accent. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, very convincing. I was convinced. It was much like a uh, Robert De Niro in Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> uh, and then of course I was glad to see. A baby-faced William Forsythe in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that you can go with baby-faced. That was a butter-face for sure. Well, okay. He is a very... Um, distinguished. Distinguished. <laughs> dare I say chiseled gentleman. <laughs> don't nobody blow this for our interview. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, he, he joins that character actor group of like Steve Buscemi and I don't know. Yeah, incredibly unique faces, yes. character actors. Yeah. yeah, he could he could pass as a Bond villain. Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Car- Carrie yeah. Fisher used to say that uh, distinguished is ugly with money. So yes, yeah. I think it works. <laughs> I'd like to be distinguished one day. Indeed. Yes, <laughs> super I'm distinguished. Only halfway there, we're got we, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we're halfway there. <laughs> And of course, unfortunately, every time I see William Forsythe in a movie, I think of Deuce Bigelow <laughs> and, and him screaming in a crowded place, I've got a thin dick! <laughs> so. Steve, I think you're the only person on the planet who still quotes those movies. Oh, that is a goddamn lie. Mm. Hit us up at EILF Movies. <laughs> Send us a gif. <laughs> uh, but yes, the movie starts out with some uh, helicopter photography. Yeah. How long we're, we're, was this helicopter photography? So long. A solid eight minutes. I, <laughs> I, so I, long. When is the movie going to start? <laughs> I was like, oh. okay, so this station wagon is clearly involved in some shit. I don't know what's happening, but wow. I did like yeah. I did like the beautiful uh, three-dimensional graphics of the letters. <laughs> that was <laughs> Wait, did you see the version on Amazon that was obviously ripped off of a VHS? <laughs> Yeah, Mine was I, a little shaky, I'm just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say, less helicopter uh, scenes than House of a Thousand Cats. Yeah, or Night of a Thousand <laughs> Sorry, Cats. Sorry, Night of a Thousand Cats. <laughs> That's a but, lot of cats. Yeah, slightly less. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't even a thousand cats. That movie's a ripoff. <laughs> there was like maybe two dozen. <laughs> That's bullshit. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> but the lead character's name, or the lead actor's name is Hugo Stiglitz, so... <laughs> Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's his real name. Stiglitz is a great, great name. And so yeah. we also know Quentin Tarantino has seen uh, Night of a Thousand Cats. <laughs> or any of the other 300 Mexican movies that he started in. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, by the way, friend of the podcast is uh, involved with this movie as well. <gasps> Casting by the great Fern Champion. Woo! Where I assume she met a young Steve Gutenberg and thought, Police Academy. I got my guy. <laughs> this guy looks like he should get beat up in a police movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so we're uh, so we're following this station wagon through Washington D.C. for some reason. Um, through all of pictures. Washington D.C., it's like <laughs> the entire district, all oh, the way it, through in real time. I know, I know. I did a I did a bus tour that was about the same length of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I almost wanted to hear somebody be like, "And on your left, you'll see the Jefferson Memorial." <laughs> <laughs> And if to your right, you'll see, uh, I don't know, the, the key grips. <laughs> Guys, editing is expensive. Yeah, they got to deal with it to pay per cut. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. oh no, what are, what are we going to do? Our knives, <laughs> our scissors are destroyed. These, they're so dull they can't even cut the film. Just leave it. Just leave it. We need the runtime. They're like, <laughs> you know how hard it is to get a permit to film in the air in Washington, D.C.? Guess what? We're going to milk this for every penny. <laughs> We're using all of it. I paid $800 for that helicopter. We're using it. <laughs> all of their budget went to helicopter. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's not true because they have all this amazing... I can't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, out of the station wagon, uh, we see a couple, I, I don't know, Goombas getting out of there. One of them is baby-faced uh, Billy Forsythe. Again, I'm just going to say baby-faced. <laughs> please, please come on our podcast, Mr. Forsythe. Um, and then we go to uh, some sort of like ambassadors meeting yeah. where I was, At I'm pretty sure Haji was in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that they were trying to do it at the white, it's trying to say it was the white house where they have two ambassador meetings at the same time. One for the regular countries and one for the shithole countries. I'm using that. <laughs> the president used it. It's fine, right? Anyway. Yeah. I mean, so if the, the president says it. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. It has to be classy, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that is the name of the room, shithole country, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. view room or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's the there, shithole country ballroom. There's the blue room. The shithole <coughs> country room. That's where your meeting is. Yes. Yeah. And so, so we get all the stereotypes in their respective rooms. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so many stereotypes. Oh my god, everywhere. Oh. <laughs> this this is not filmed in 2019. I was oh, looking no. at it right now. <laughs> no. I'm guessing early 1983 in this. <laughs> Again, ages like fine milk as many of the movies this month have done. Um but yeah, Steve Gutenberg is uh, apparently the I, I, I don't know, the assistant or something. He's basically making sure everybody gets to their proper seats and mm-hmm. uh but he's handling the uh i don't know the the smaller countries the less important ones i think we know the adjective for them the shithole countries we already talked about and we uh, all have lost our future electoral races right now yeah they're all oh. <laughs> they're yeah. gonna come well, back to this moment in time yes they're gonna say that was the moment nobody knows Done. sarcasm and we were stuck i'm screwed sorry guys <laughs> In a in a transcript, this all just lays there flat. Right. Sarcasm right. is that a country in Southeast Asia? Mm. I don't yeah. know who who played it. <laughs> Fisher Stevens, no. Um, <laughs> oh, but I, I do actually have it written down. Do you think this is where Gutenberg met? Like, I don't know, <laughs> actors that were okay with blackface, and this is like a prequel to Short Circuit. 
<laughs> you know, you know, it's a it's an awkward kind of situation when the actors in the movie are cringing along with the audience. They're kind of like, <laughs> oh, that's not good right there. That's bad. But Goonberg's having a pretty busy day because he's also getting married. That's bad yeah. booking. Yeah. yeah. That's bad booking on his part. He knows this is like a very important meeting. And let's face it, this probably only happens like twice a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. I would it's not, it's not like this is like an every Tuesday thing. Yeah, it should happen more than once a year, though, so that maybe they could separate those parties by a day. I mean, really, right. why have them right next to each other? That's ridiculous. Well, because they need everybody for to like fill the grand ballroom when they like hand out the like most improved, you know, <laughs> most largest improved economy. <laughs> Showed up every time. Miss congeniality. Yeah, mm. perfect attendance. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been overthrown in a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> the dictator that you have to love, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, what ambassador meeting happens on like a Saturday or something? Like the same day a wedding would happen. Oh no, he's having his he's having his wedding on a Wednesday. Steve, oh, oh, is he? Oh, okay. he's that asshole. <laughs> oh well, I guess it's probably half as much. Yeah, well, what? it's oh, half yeah. as much, and that's how you uninvite half your guest list. It's super easy. It yeah, cuts costs. True. Well, Next not... time I get married, totally doing that. <laughs> yeah, well, I he's got not married on that... a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. No, you, it was a would. Wednesday. but it was a wednesday in hawaii so nobody was going anyway i had to have apparently there was a two-day waiting period from the time we signed the marriage certificate so i had to wait until wednesday (laughs) it's like buying a gun they're like are you sure i didn't seriously think about it but you know i i ended up doing it yeah, Texas, this is why Texas we got does married, that too. Married in Nevada, like we put our signatures down, and they're like, "Well, you're married. You're married. I mean, you can have a ceremony if you want, but <laughs> you showed up at the courthouse and you had forty dollars, so you're married." <laughs> in the eyes of the law, and here at the Gold Nugget Casino, you're man and wife. <laughs> and we've got a drive-through divorce court just down the street. Just oh, through. Yeah. It's like, and eh, maybe next weekend. Later. You done pickles? Got <laughs> something to say? No. Sorry, right. Pickles decided now is the best time to go use the scratcher. Pickles is well. kicking some ass in the Castaway show. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, unfortunately, he didn't make it to the final, but you me know. neither. Spoiler. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> either, <laughs> and I'm the co-host. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, Goots get married on a Wednesday because you know he's not making that sweet cash as a assistant to the assistant secretary of something Whatever or other the fuck. Yeah. yeah they don't say oh are we allowed to swear on this show absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> fuck yeah we are says somebody who's never heard our show <laughs> busted <laughs> i've heard it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah he well no steve i think what it is is that he's a meeting room coordinator to the assistant secretary <laughs> <laughs> Who is played by the hotel manager from Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it would be so much money. I won't pay this. Well, as well as put it right back in. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, Gutenberg's like, uh, you know, I'm getting married. I, I really got to go. Like, no, you have to fix this problem. Otherwise, I'll put you in post 361. Mongolia? Greenland. not those beautiful frozen lakes of mongolia yeah (laughs) greenland doesn't sound so bad in most days i'm just gonna throw it out there yeah fuck greenland 
fuck all of these other countries. We just put them on the side. You know what? Fuck them all. We only care about the people <laughs> they... in this other room, and you're not responsible for them. Was anybody else half expecting like a Nord- giant Nordic guy to step behind the secretary <laughs> when he said, Greenland, that's a shithole country or something? You're like, hey, we got beer. Hey, so when we were in Iceland, the Icelanders made fun of the Greenlanders. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> It's, like like a, it's all ice, haha. <laughs> Pretty much. They were like, hey, their country's twice the size of ours, but we're like three times better. <laughs> Besides, we were in Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> Honestly, y'all, this sounds like every Texas versus Alaska debate I've ever heard in my life. So Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it out there. The problem is there's not enough Alaskans <laughs> to actually have the debate with. The Texas three. can always win because they be like, well, we have women. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> A lot of them, yeah. And then Alaska yeah. angrily stomps away. <laughs> Knock out! Finish him! Finish him! In fact, the one Greenlander we met when we were in Iceland sort of tried to hide the fact that he was a Greenlander. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm, there was right. a beer from Greenland, and we were like, how do you pronounce that? And he goes, I think it's kayak. And we are like, oh, really? And he goes, are you sure? And he was like, well, I'm from Greenland, but I might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when I want to go abroad and I'm just going to tell everybody that I'm Canadian, eh? <laughs> there you go. What Steve and I have found traveling abroad is uh, if you say you're from California or Utah, people give you a weird pass. Because hmm. they don't know where they are. if you say you're from Utah, they have a lot of Mormon questions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does. But I assume if you say you're from Texas, you probably get a similar thing. Or they're like, yeah. oh, how many guns do you have on you? Or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Do you ride a horse to school? Do you have a gun? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I ride a horse to school in Houston, the fourth largest city in the United States. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> no, no, no. I ride a gun to school. <laughs> well, I you know, when I was in school, when I was in school, probably not, though now. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, can't be too careful. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the goot. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we're oh, going to the best part of the goot. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we get some mention about uh, uh, Uncle Joe, who's a scientist or something or other. Just kind of a throwaway line, really. And I'm like, wait, what, what's more about this? He's the uh, only family we've got. Big yeah. sister, who I walk- clearly don't like. You, yeah. you should have had him walk you down the aisle. I'm going to have an old crazy man who doesn't even have time for anybody because he's always just working on his secret uh, his projects. Secret projects? No. He just I likes his science. So. Science. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Exposition. <laughs> it's funny when I watch these movies now, I'm like, all right, well, that's, you know, 20 minutes that they didn't have to go through because she just yeah. gave it to me right there up front. I appreciate it. Uh, as they say in the Muppets, it's exposition, darling. It has to go somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, and then, okay. And then there's the scene where, all right, we're introduced to Jeffrey Tambor, who's playing like a, a Russian, I don't know, agent. I, I don't guess. know. Diplomats. Yeah, well, yeah, a diplomat, but he ends up being a KGB agent or something. Spoiler. Well, don't um, they all? And Goot gets to his wedding. He gives the goot a ride. Yeah. Because the goot's trying to run down the street because he can't flag down a taxi. <laughs> well, they had a big uh, accident, remember? The oh, the yes. Goombas hit him with their car. And so now they've had a traffic accident and they just leave the car there. We're like, fuck it, we'll get a new one. Because it's 1983 <laughs> and they're just laying about. You get a Japanese one for like $400 now. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I love how they're like, his... it's so hard for a white guy to flag down a taxi. I'm like, no, it's not. Right. 
<laughs> you know, you know how hard it is for the uh, Caucasian male in DC no. to get a fair shake. I, I think Wearing it's more a tuxedo. Yeah, I, I think they it's more. Hey, attack. it's that guy from Don't Stop the Music. Keep driving. Keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so so Uber gets to his wedding, um, and then he is instantly stripped by his best man. Like just starts Who, pulling clothes off. Who's also a CIA off. agent. It seemed yeah, excessive. It did this seem tripping. excessive. Like, Liz, when, when you've come home with me to my house mm. and I've yep. been in trouble, you're like, hold on, let me just get her undressed real quick. It will be fine. <laughs> yeah. In the you middle know, of the room in front I of mean, everybody. Yeah. Not more than once, for sure. I was... <laughs> it's just very weird. Like, you're going to strip somebody to their underwear, even though they've got a groom's rent. I mean, he could have just run in and said, I'm changing. I'll be right back. But no, no, let's strip him. He had no shoes. He's down to the heart boxers. That's it. Yeah. Those boxers are something. Yeah, this is where yeah, Liz starts paying attention. Let's <laughs> talk about these boxers. They were so They are big. the size of the American so... flag. Okay. All right. I was thinking they seem big. You know, my husband wears boxer briefs, so it didn't, I don't know what they look like anymore. I'm out of the loop. I've seen boxers. I've seen boxers on some pretty large folks. These were excessive even for that. Like, it was like, I don't, I don't know, it was like a pillowcase or like something. They were bigger yeah. than gym shorts. They were huge. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could not there, wear there's, gym a, there's shorts a lot of goop you have to store in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta go for the length. I gotta say, Steve is six foot eight and he wears boxers. So I have seen large men's boxers. <laughs> even those, I think, would even be oversized on Steve. I think they were technically basketball shorts. Like like basketball shorts today, not 1983. Oh. No, they're cargo <laughs> shorts, because this is going to explain later how he's carrying so many uh, objects. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right in the boxers. Right in the boxers. Yeah, right in the <laughs> boxers, quote unquote. That, that, that or is it nature's lot, pocket? So. Oh, it's nature's pocket, all right. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. So, so he gets to the room. He's gonna change into a suit or whatever. But he's like, "Oh man, I left my shoes in the bridal suite." Wait, what? That doesn't even make sense. You haven't been there. But it's okay because it's an excuse to get the groomsmen out of the room mm-hmm. for a second. To us, he's like, "No, no, I'll go get it. I'll get it. Be right back." Okay, cool. And then a floating ball enters the room and starts <laughs> talking. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like not even concerned about it for a while. Yeah. Like he's just standing there, like. To having a conversation with the ball. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, is this a bachelor party? It's too late. Like, like, what kind of bachelor party involves a floating ball? Like, what do you guys do at those things? Did I mention he starred in Don't Stop the Music? <laughs> I was, I was gonna say y'all should totally cover Bachelor Party because wow. <laughs> I, don't th- I haven't seen that. I've only seen the TV version of that one, so I'm mm. sure it's like Blazing Saddles. I've only seen like 12 minutes of it. <laughs> Next week on the podcast! <laughs> Movie Steve really hasn't seen, but thinks he does. <laughs> Blazing Saddles was great, because I was like, let's watch Blazing Saddles. He was like, oh, I've seen this. Three minutes in. Three minutes. Seen it. He was like, oh, I've never seen this nope, movie. This is a new one to me. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. I think I block them. It's just block the mental yeah but uh so yeah the floating ball starts talking to him and he's like whoa, whoa what's going on here close the other door close the doors lock the doors all right i need to give it oh shit and then what people kind of... start barging in and chasing <laughs> him around the hotel and... room has two locking doors that are not like an adjoining room i mean it's very weird yeah yeah well this was like <sighs> a, at a church or something wasn't it was this at a hotel well, like where the wedding was I thought it, was it was a hotel, hotel. i oh, thought was it was a hotel, hotel. Oh, okay 
Yeah, Steve, how many corner rooms have two side doors? Well, we do have kings connecting to two queens, but we only have eight of those in a 336 (laughs) room. And how many of those are Ocean View? Uh, None of them. Thank you. (laughs) All of them. Come on. If you look hard enough and long enough, you'll see something. The corner has both Ocean View sides. (laughs) We we do have amazing artwork up in the rooms. (laughs) Where it looks like you're looking at something nice. In, instead of the bus station across the street full of homeless people. <laughs> Don't look down. Just look straight. <laughs> right. Oh, God help you if you look down. <laughs> There's a disclaimer. We are not responsible if you look down. Uh, you just have yeah. to build out, like, extra awnings and whatnot so there's, like, physically incapable of looking down. <laughs> like like a pyramid or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so see, so yeah, I got the uh, Goombas barge in, and um, I think Goomba's like instantly like knocked out. By the way, he's in his boxers still, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, then the the ball starts moving around, and a couple sh- uh, knives are tossed, and they stick in the air. Ugh. Oh no! That, you know, that was some impressive, Excellent. impressive visuals. Yeah. 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 Just Impressive special effects in three dimensions. Woo! Yeah. I don't know. And, and again, it's one of those you can tell, like kind of like Jaws 3, that you can tell it was made for, for 3D, but now you're watching it 25 years, 30 years later on a flat screen TV. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> you're like, why are they lingering on that? So like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're like, that is the worst uh, green screen. I've, oh, it's supposed to be three. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Some of the things they chose to make in 3D are a little like, huh, why? Well, I, I think it was all the year 1983. Like, that, everything that came out that year. I was surprised Return of the Jedi didn't come out in 3D. You know what? Don't don't say that too loud. George Lucas will make it happen. Do you hear me, George? Yes, I hear you, Steve. <laughs> oh, no, he's not allowed anywhere near it anymore. Disney took that yeah. away. <laughs> well, look, George, George, we'll give you, like, Four billion dollars to just walk away. Walk away. Just walk away. But my company's still going to do the sound, right? Just walk away. You you know what? You can do sound for that um, that Robert Redford movie where he's lost at sea. You can totally do that if you want. (laughs) That's how I got to see Skywalker Ranch. It was fucking amazing. So anyway, this uh, invisible floating ball character guy uh, gets stabbed a couple of times, but I. I don't know, the co- uh, the guys hear the cops come in or something, or think he disappeared, I forget exactly what, but they, they leave the room for whatever reason. Yeah, they can hear him, like, trying to knock down one of the doors or something, I don't know. Yeah. Police! Um, but then the invisible character falls to the ground, and then reappears, buck-ass naked alive. next to Steve oh, yeah. Gutenberg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is my favorite part, by the way, and I'm totally going to do this if I ever get stabbed. I'm going to go to, like, the next person before I die and be like, take out the knives. Yeah. Just so that they get framed for murder. And it will be my greatest joke ever played. Yeah. Uh-huh, now note. you're going to jail for murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mental I was like, no, note. don't touch when... the fucking knives, you fool. Right. Doesn't he say take out the knives and hide them under the couch or something? Like, yeah, because otherwise I don't know why I'm I wanted just to take out the knives. Dude. You're fine. Yeah. If you're going to die, why would you care if the knives are there or not? Who cares? Yeah. So, so I'm trying yeah. to figure out, even if the knives are in there, if you walked in on this, 
what would your immediate thought be? It wouldn't think I wouldn't even think that he murdered him. I'd be like, man, what uh, kind of sex play was happening? Here? A lover's yeah. quarrel. Yeah, mm. so, some sort of weird sex gone wrong. That's what I would think. Yeah. And I'd be like, your problem is you're wearing giant underpants. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually one of my pet peeves in movies when they have a sex scene and then the girl gets up and she's never wearing a bra, but she almost always has her panties on. And it's like, I don't know what you guys just did, but she didn't have sex. <laughs> I know. It's like, that's not how this works it's not how any of this works i think we're we're, can, we're reversed here is what's happening. i can only assume the man was impotent <laughs> that's the only option i have she's like i just liked how this the silk felt <laughs> so anyway steve gutenberg standing over the corpse of his lover i mean uh this mystery gentleman that that guy had a really nice ass though i'm just gonna yeah. throw oh out. yeah right oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. straight Straight out of central casting. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Fern Champion. Woo! They're like, um, okay, now your acting's fine, but you gotta drop drow. Come on. I gotta see yeah. the butt. I gotta see Let's the Let's see the goods. This All is, about that ass. Yeah. About that ass. About that ass. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is the climax of your entire story arc. I gotta see it. Now show me scared. Show me, show me at death's door. Okay, let me let me rewind just just ever so slightly to uh, the moment where this guy gets the ball from the other guy who just happens to be carrying it in his pocket because you do. Yeah, and then we have what pocket is that? I, the world's most awkward foot race. Yeah. Watch these guys running. They're like arms are flailing. I was like, this is the worst running I've ever seen in my life. Just I like that he beat the shit out of somebody in a national monument and like nobody's like, hey. Nobody cared. Hey, yeah. You shouldn't do that. And there's nobody I there. forgot my camera. <laughs> and oh, okay, and and also with yeah, Gutenberg's uh you know, standing next to the dead body. Cops come through instantly start opening fire just clap 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 right right put down the knives clack, 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 clack. that's that's how that's how cops work wait we're not in la i was gonna say that kind of holds a little bit true for 2019 so. yeah <laughs> so in that way this movie was progressive totally holds up yeah. <laughs> Steve, later. Let's the go. man who wasn't there and progressive are two things that have never been the same sentence together so congratulations yay <laughs> winner uh, so yeah so yeah uh meanwhile across town at the washington monument those guys yeah beat the crap out of somebody there but uh they also meet up with a, a mystery man who is also invisible and he also Fancy. blows smoke rings for like three minutes Ooh, for yeah. no reason. And, and after talking, I'm like, I don't think you guys understand how this inhale exhale thing works because it like takes a drag, talks for three minutes and then starts puffing smoke rings. Like, where were you hiding those? <laughs> yeah. So do you think Again. that you would be able to see the smoke inside one's body when the, everything else is see through? This is See, what confuses me yeah. about a lot of this. Yeah. Like uh, wedding rings, clothing. Some things but... are invisible. Some things are not. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Th- this question has come up in the, what, five or six invisible person yeah. movies we've seen this month. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's always the, all right, you don't always see them eating and it's like oh, okay that makes sense because they're invisible on the outside somehow <laughs> but then the, it's the like well, they still... covering it yeah it's like <laughs> reflecting from the back to the front no that's not how that would work i guess the, but then the invisibility in general in this movie is a little hard to swallow i mean outside of regular invisibility issues that we have 
there's just a lot of weird, weird shit happening. Like, let's talk about the timing of how long you stay invisible once you've taken this product, whatever it is. <laughs> One guy lasted 23 minutes. The girl was like 45 to like three hours. He's invisible for like a week and a half. Like, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Metabolisms are all different. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, well, metabolism I, I, or... I do think maybe, if you're killed... They only took like a half right. shot. I don't know. I think our friend Randy would just say, because story. <laughs> plot. Because <Right>. plot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and then, uh, and then Invisible Mystery Guy throws one of the goons over the, over oh the God, side of the monument. The greatest falls ever. Just the greatest. The slowest falling. falls. <laughs> so slow. And you know that one was in 3D. So it was just coming out at everybody. Ah, it was just. The fine almost acting. Genius. It was almost as good as the fall in uh, Ghost Story. Almost. Oh, God. Have you ladies ever seen a Ghost Story 1980? I think I, I saw it in the 80s. It had a maybe, maybe coming up in January. Just heads up. <laughs> it, you'll know if you've seen that movie or not because if we mention naked fall scene and nothing comes to mind, you've never seen that movie. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's right. It, it leaves it leaves an impression. Literally. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so Goot's running away from the cops in his underwear, um, and eventually he meets up with his his fiance's sister. Yeah. And this is where the movie starts getting a little weird. Um, <laughs> what, that she's immediately hitting on him on his wedding day? Immediately. She's also um, 12. I don't even understand the... She's so young. I don't know. Underst- I, don't, I, 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 love the, I love that there, she's like, how dare you murder somebody on our wedding day? I'm not talking to you again. And then the sister's yeah. like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with it. She's yeah. like, I'm sure you're fine. It's it's, it's cool. okay. How was it? Was it a rush? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's just some sort of misunderstanding. Yeah, but uh, so he's like t- talking to the fiance sister. Um, I forget her name. What, uh, Amanda or something uh, like that. Amanda was the fiance. Yeah, sister right. was like Chrissy, or I don't know. Uh, I, I just started like Cindy. Cindy. Okay, Cindy, so I just started going words. through like um, like Three's Company actresses because. <laughs> pretty much so uh john ritter's there is talking to steve Go- no wait um <laughs> yeah so talking to the sister and he's like oh yeah before he died he told me get it to rumpelman or something like that yeah um and with this this weird ball thing oh look this ball opens and inside are these little vials of blue liquid you know hmm. what i should do i should put that on my body i should yeah. put it on my finger and see what happens maybe i'll eat it we'll see how that goes i, I yeah, like just like I I got I checked off the not acid box, so everything else is free game. So. <laughs> it's not not acid, so it's definitely not weapons grade plutonium or anything. Couldn't be poison. We're that fine. would be insane. Yeah. I mean, the guy that had it before me died a horrible <laughs> death, but uh. but that was from stabbing, not from drinking. But he looked so good laying on the floor. Yeah, down, he did. So. He looked yeah. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a buns of steel formula, babe. Uh, he had a lovely right. all over tan. It was Anabolic no steroids. Yeah, it was yeah, no, no tan, tan lines line. at all. None, none. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the uh well. So but then uh, but then the Goombas you didn't notice the no tan lines, you did. I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that I noticed any tan lines in this movie. There was no I bet you're glad you called us to watch movie. this. Yeah. Oh, all I can say is a little later, uh, Cindy doesn't have tan lines. Exactly. Cindy it's, doesn't have a tan. It's like they have... That, that's exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, so anyway, the the bad guys, the Goombas, show up and start shooting at them, and so they're like, "Oh shit!" and start running off. They, yeah, they they figure out that the when they take the liquid, they turn invisible. But now Gutenberg's running away, and he starts stripping because you know otherwise yeah. they're chasing his clothes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that actually, of course that actually plays. Like I understand that 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 makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but how does he hide the ball that he's carrying? Oh, nature's, nature's pocket. pocket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> nature's. Oh, 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 that's right. And then he, then they like he, while he's running, uh, Cindy grabs the car, pulls it around, picks him up, and they drive off. And then we get the weird scene where like uh, Gutenberg like pecks her on a cheek and like peck on a cheek. Well, I guess it's a start. And I'm like, this is your right. sister's fiance, girl. Calm down. Yeah, it's like, um, hi. You were supposed to be getting married yesterday. Um. Uh, if, just, if, what? If, only, if only they could figure out a way to put in the plot to make this all okay later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might work out. So then we get to the part where Steve really gets concerned about this movie because they go, uh, she says, like, oh, I have to pick something up at the girls' school. And I'm like, oh, God, is she a teenager? Oh, this she could get weird. She looks like one, yeah. Right? She's I'm wearing like, the same outfit as everybody else. So I totally thought she was a teenager, like a school kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is it a high school? Is it a, I don't know, ladies college? I it doesn't matter. It's like a prep high school. Okay. Either so way. she's at, so they go to Vassar and, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we, within two minutes of walking in the front door, instantly go to the girl shower room. Thank you. I'll be here what? all evening. Why does the girl shower room open directly from the hallway to full view of the shower? I have been to a lot of schools. I have been in a lot of ladies' locker rooms. That is never a thing. I don't it's like understand. going through a labyrinth to get to a locker. Uh, it's like to we a just shower walked room. into Porky's or something. Like what yeah. is well, happening? The other thing is, who wants their classroom on the backside of the shower room? Nobody. Like, your room's going to be all moldy from all the humidity. It's going to be loud as hell because everybody's always screaming in locker rooms for some fucking reason. All the weird kids are going to be staring through that hole into the next room. Yeah, there's always going to be some kid staring at the hole in the blackboard. Just yanking it. <laughs> it's called the glory hole. You yeah, know I know, that. that's what I was thinking. It's like, there's a glory hole spot, of course. <laughs> yeah. But it's a girl's school, too. So then you're, then it gets even weirder for 1983. Again, he's just like, he's literally standing invisible in the locker room holding a towel. A towel is floating in midair with a very visible fish hook, by the way. Uh, and nobody notices <laughs> anything until he goes to pick up the shampoo and starts talking to them. Yeah. Like, you are missing the key excitement of being invisible is that you shut the fuck up so nobody knows you're there not walk around talking to people and getting them all screamy see liz knows how to perv out i do (laughs) i I love the fact that when he gets caught by uh cindy or whatever her name was um she's like you know kicks him and then she's like that's justice i'm like yeah technically prison's justice for something like this but okay right yeah also she's like i'm gonna lose my job she's like i'm gonna lose my job i'm like what job it's just good. He's just having some good-hearted fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so then it's implied Cindy's maybe a teacher at the school, right? Something. I, I we still don't know if we're like, watching underage women in the shower. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are. <laughs> we're feeling very uncomfortable about this, but you know it's right. the '80s, so it's okay. I don't. Know. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. that was the remedial class. These are all the seniors that had to repeat, so they're oh. all 18 and 19. Uh, oh, see, so I'm now, looking at this. Oh, like, so now we're looking at simple girls. Oh. Yeah, these are the dumb ones. It's <laughs> That's okay. better. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm thinking back they're like, of age. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking back like, okay, 1980s had a lot of naked shower time. There was a, just in the movies. It's like, listen, we got some, we got a plot to fill here, and we're gonna fill it with half naked girls. I mean, it's you like, shouldn't be half naked in the shower. You gotta wash. Well, you should be full well, naked whatever. in the shower. They're full yeah. naked shower, but full they've got naked. some soapy things. They do have some soap arrays, but. I'm looking at them, and maybe, again, I'm looking with 2019 eyes. I was very young in 1983. So are these girls attractive? Because they all seem very, very skinny and have, like, no sexuality to them whatsoever. Maybe this is like, woohoo, when you're 1983, and this is when you see boobs. Now, though, with the advent of Playboy and Internet porn and all this other crap that we see all the time, you're just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I was thinking that they seemed kind of particularly skinny, and it was like, I didn't think that, like, heroin chic stuff started happening for another, like, 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I don't know. Cheryl like, Tees? even Cindy was very skinny and had, like, no, no I, I yeah. felt no real sex appeal coming out of that, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, she didn't have any boobs. Like, I see bigger Mm-mm. boobs on my doggies. <laughs> well, I was okay with this scene. So then, uh... <laughs> So uh, Goomber gets this smack on the behind and gets chased out of there by Cindy. And they start talking like, oh, how could you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And then the formula starts wearing off. And so Cindy finally gets to see the goot. Yeah. She it's about saw fucking his time, feet. by the way. And I like that he was all offended that he was looking at her like, how dare you look at me <laughs> how while dare I you, am madam. My God. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you gaze upon my shame? <laughs> oh, the goot. That's when we needed a good stand-up scene right there. <laughs> so we so, got uh, a lot of very tall desks yeah. in this movie. Did y'all notice that? All of the desks are incredibly tall in this movie. So Yeah, well, where do know. we get tall desks? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they're antiques now, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. To the antique store! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we start getting uh, some backstory, like Boris is there, like... Oh, yes, he was working on this formula for invisibility and could create World War Three because then, you know, everybody's got invisible formulas. And Oh, that's uh, such the worst line ever. Yeah, that doesn't make oh, a lot of sense. Are, are you, a lot of are you, people running around because nobody can see them. But what, else, what all can they do? <laughs> What's the doomsday scenario the Secretary of State comes up with? Are you scared of invisible Mexicans running over the border at all times? I know, and he's like, you don't seem to have a problem with them being not invisible, or you can't catch them then either, dummies. <laughs> and I'm like, Wait, oh. they, they said that? I was I like, I, that. yes, I have, yeah, I no, it was like oh, two, yeah. 200,000 invisible Mexicans coming across the Texas border or something, and uh, I'm like... I now know where somebody got their foreign policy from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He watched and, this terrible movie. Of course, if we put this in a movie, we would just get a bunch of white guys and put Tanner on them right. uh, to represent them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much every slight person of color throughout this entire movie, except the incredibly stereotypical Indian guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, ladies, I have a question. Yeah. Because this, I have this written up because this comes up here. Uh, the Secretary of the Secretary of State um, has a conversation on her phone where she's making sex noises to somebody named Walter. Yes, I wrote that down. I was like, phone did, sex in the office. Did I so. miss what that was all about? Because that no. seemed completely out of nowhere. Okay. It, it, it no. did seem like it was completely out of nowhere. And I was like, you know what? I don't do this, you know, at the office. So. Oh. 
But maybe you, yeah, that's why I'm not promoted. Maybe if Walter called, you would. I don't know. Hey, I don't know Walter. There you, you could. <laughs> I like to think it was my dad calling. No. Um, <laughs> Is your dad's name Walter? Oh yeah, and my grandpa. Oh, you should oh, wow. make you should make him uh, listen to the audio. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure he's seen this movie once or twice. Steve, get out the Ouija board. I'll get yeah. your dad's ashes from upstairs. Oh. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. We make enough jokes about Walt. I think he would enjoy oh, it. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Coming next week, we watch my dad's favorite movie, Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> but we don't have the cocaine your dad had access to. We will next week. <laughs> That's where um, all that good Patreon money comes from. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, thank you, Patreons. <laughs> um, Keep pickles, Izzy, and Steve high. <laughs> So meanwhile, back at the uh, Secretary of State's office, um, basically they decide, well, to keep this formula safe, we need to destroy your body. Sorry, Steve Bloomberg. Oh, I loved how they were like, you know, while this might cause you some momentary inconvenience, I'm like, you mean murdering him? Like, (laughs) I think that's a little bit more than a slight inconvenience on your part. Yeah. <laughs> politician they just have no concept of yeah so he thinks he thinks though that he's got one of these invisibility caps in his jacket because cindy mm-hmm. was supposed to slip him one when boris hijacked him in the car but it falls out because reasons and can't work a pocket because apparently. it wasn't put in nature's pocket that's the yeah, I'm telling you. That's it needed one. to be in the right place at the right time but so then he th- he thinks he's got it right. So he starts like he's sitting in the chair, and again, world's tallest desks—they're so tall. <laughs> he is now unbuttoning his pants, taking off his shoes. I mean, he oh, yeah. is—he literally stands up and drops his pants, and he is standing half naked from the waist down, or he's naked from the waist down in front of this desk, and nobody notices this. I believe it's called a southern exposure. <laughs> nobody notices until somebody comes in the room. And they are not remotely concerned by this, is my issue. The guy's like, stop it. He's cute. (laughs) Well, it is the Secretary of State. If we know anything about our elected officials, this Mm. is a pretty standard thing. I know. They're like, "Eh, just some guy naked. It's fine. Cool. (laughs) I guess this is weirdly where this movie is a little bit progressive because it's kind of like, (laughs) I don't really really care what you guys are up to. Like, like, let him do what he's going to do. But this guy with the turban... Yeah, this guy with the turban and the bad self-tanner is really on my nerves. Like... <laughs> yeah. oh. But uh, upcoming is the greatest shot in this movie. <laughs> yep, you get to see the full dong as Gutenberg's uh, running around the office. He is at, like the worst. It's like the most awkward trying to get away from people scene because they're like <laughs> pulling on his members only jacket. And, you know, he's just like flopping out from underneath. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> he's like I had to rewind to this movie case. at the end because I got I got a message from you guys that was like, holy shit. This is like Jaws 3, Dong coming at you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> is this it? Because I got all the way to the end of this movie and I had to rewind to the scene. I was like, did I miss it? Did I miss a blink? I don't know. <laughs> like, damn it. I watched it it's with just... the dogs and yet I missed them. 
it right. <laughs> so, <laughs> we just... so, so Liz, we know how to sell movies. And, uh... <laughs> so Steve missed it too. He looked down to write notes about yeah. this scene. And I was mm. like, oh shit, rewind it. And he's like, what? And I'm like, watch for it. Watch for it. But it's still like, it's like, I can see it. But clearly, uh, since I don't have this wonderful 3D technology... I'm still not seeing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Were you expecting yeah. to be like waving over the audience <laughs> I was. or something? I was a like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, oh no, he's, he has to use this as a weapon to escape. A 3D <laughs> movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The film suddenly switches to HD. Yeah. <laughs> it's like restored Ultra 4K. <laughs> but then, like, two seconds later, after the dong shot, and he gets all the clothes off, and she tosses the uh the little vial at him perfectly by the way because that thing weighed at least 34 pounds and could have been tossed like that because it was you know nothing Mm -hmm. but then he goes into modesty pose i'm like now you're laying completely naked on the like secretary of state seal i'm like i don't even know what's happening but it's like it's like you were just literally showing us everything two seconds Uh, ago uh, again don't stop the music he's perfectly comfortable (laughs) in front of other gentlemen but ladies, you know, a little, mm. little shameful. A little shy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. If, uh, He's a good Christian boy. In front of guys, they all have one. I mean, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, sword fighting. Exactly. <laughs> what? What's going on? Okay. Sorry, my wife's showing me things from, from Facebook because she's totally not looking at her phone. Hashtag <laughs> professional. Uh I think yeah, they I rescue, think they get away. I think that we need to stay on subject. Yeah. <laughs> have to focus on the dong talk. Right. <laughs> so uh, Goot and Cindy are both invisible now as they drive away. And then... Uh, and nobody's gets... concerned by a in- car just driven by nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and then it starts kind of weird off as a, a naked Cindy is chased by the cops. Mm-hmm. And so then they run into the zoo. But that's when her invisibility ends. It's yeah. Dumb. Yeah, she burns through hers first. Mm-hmm. That metabolism coming back to bite her. Mm. <laughs> no, that's the alligator coming to bite her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the gators in the zoo. <laughs> and then uh, I had this written down. I can't remember if this was the uh, uh, the the cop or whatever. It was. Are you a magician? A ventriloquist? Some sort of transvestite? Like I'm like, those are very different questions. Right. <laughs> Apparently they all have the same outcome. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, so uh, so Cindy's, you know, naked and they're running through the zoo. And then we get her, I guess, in this like Jungle Jane outfit. <laughs> itchy. It's yeah. Itchy. Very itchy. It's just like a bunch of leaves and stuff over. Yeah, I'm pretty you know. sure it's just like some pothos, <laughs> like something like the the vine that you grow in like uh, shitty offices because it can grow like oh, in okay. the light. It's, it's just all poison oak. She made it, you know, and, and she doesn't have anything to hold the bottom part up because remember she had a nice little bikini on. And I'm like, what is that stuffed into? I'm pretty sure it's nature's pocket. Nature's pocket. Yeah, deep because, roots. Oof. But I like that she's just itchy and then immediately like down for action. You know, it's yeah. like mm, in my in my world, itchy and going down for action sound like a terrible combination. I know. So. It's it's itchy that hives, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how the calomil the chamomile oh, what is it? Calamine calam- lotion. Can't. Yes. Calamine lotion. You would just be sexy. pink all over. That was so big in the eighties yeah. too. Yeah. 
Nice and polka pink. Dry. Be all gross. You look like this. Very sexy. Ladies, ladies, stop. I can only get so aroused. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then they go to this apartment. And at first, I must have missed, like, whose apartment it was. Because I'm like, wait, you you guys can't just go back to your apartment. You're you're being chased by the cops and blah, blah, blah. They're like, we're going to Ted's apartment. I'm like, who's Ted? Who the fuck is Ted? Yeah, that was my question. No idea. Who's Ted? (laughs) And then it was like, two minutes later, it was like, Oh, the groomsman, the best man. Okay, yeah, that's the CIA Ted. agent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, and by the way, sense. he's going through a divorce, and his wife left a bunch of her stuff there. Yeah. Thank goodness. Dandy. Otherwise, she would just be naked the whole time. Mm. Oh darn! And then we've yeah. got uh, Waldorf and Statler across the street there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With their telescopes. This- this is where I was like, wait, did we go into a different movie all of a sudden? <laughs> this movie got weird. What is happening? Well, first they're they're having a meeting, right? And they're like, and we sent two dozen roses to anonymous couple of the week. Oh, that was nice. We should do more of that. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, meeting adjourned. Time for porn. It was like, wait, what? Yeah. So they so they get uh, little telescopes and start looking, you know, rear window style, like the neighbors across the way to see if they can see any action. Oh, my God. And then, the worst action in the world. Yes. There is the weirdest, like, one-sided <laughs> kissing yeah, going happening? on. I wrote down, I was like... Kissing an invisible person is gross. Yeah. Because yeah. this was the most uncomfortable, least sexy thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Because she, it's like mannequin, right? Like she's holding yeah. her body and all these really weird, like if there were another human there, you still wouldn't be in that position. Like it just doesn't make sense. And then she's kissing him, but it's all French kissing. I remember French kissing was huge in the 80s. Everybody, just tongue everywhere. And she's doing this one-sided because, again, he's invisible. And why does her tongue not disappear when it goes into his mouth? Good point. Because it's not nature's pocket. (laughs) But that may come up later. We disappear because it's nature's pocket. Yeah, this scene reminded me of the scene in The Exorcist when the camp, you know, about to throw up the... uh, Ah! Yes. That's the scene. It was the so same much, thing, yeah. So much tongue and weird skinny arms at, like, awkward mannequin positions. And then, like, he picks her up, or we, you know, something picks her up. And it's so low. <laughs> like, he's not very short. Like, I don't understand why she's, like, barely skimming the top of the couch. Like, he would be carrying her at his knee level. It makes no sense. But she's <laughs> then just, like, got arm one arm around him, and she's, like, stroking fake hair. And she just looks so, like... Did they give her some sort of opioids when she walked in? Like, I don't know, because she looks it, awful. You, it was terrible. You don't want to be moving too much when you're in that, <laughs> that sling there using the... Especially when you know you're going through that door. Otherwise, you yeah. hit your head. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it was so weird. Yeah, but I like that they were like, but you need to make sure the tits are to the camera the whole time. Yeah, tits yeah the, the whole time. The yeah. yeah. Very important. Well, you know... It, She's a stage stage actress. You got to play to the audience. Mm. Yeah, you you got to show them so they can see him up in the balcony. <laughs> Those right angle arms are incredibly sexy. Nothing, yeah. nothing beats, nothing beats that. Mm, elbow meat. <laughs> but yeah. So, so, so after that incredibly enthralling situation, these these four elderly gentlemen sharing. Yeah, one moment. We're going to go kill some cats because we have kittens. You know what? It would not be an EILFM uh, podcast if there were not cat action. So glad there's three of them now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got three dogs now. That's always fun. Three is the worst number. 
just going to say. They can always gang up on the other one. They yeah. do. It's better than Zeus and Roxanne. One of them y'all had just like started screaming or knocking things over. Oh, yeah, going full nuts. Yeah, I think that was Caster. He got a bug up his ass or something. Was just like, I was like, what "What is happening? And I don't think it was like, we didn't even know what was going on. Like, I assume he was fighting a ghost or something. <laughs> Must have been. I have an outtake where, like, Gertrude just attacked Indiana, like, right while we were podcasting. And it was just that like, was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, what is what's, happening? What's funnier, though, it's not the rah, rah, rah. It's the Heather turning and chastising the dog. What are you doing? What is wrong with you? That is not nice. I told you. That is not okay. That is so inappropriate. <laughs> All right. Well, Izzy's back. All right. And so, we're back. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so Goot, uh, in- invisible, by the way, carries her off into the next room. Ugh. And this is when the elderly gentlemen then have to switch to their infrared cameras <laughs> to observe. Oh, my God. And at that point, time, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> he dropped his monocle. <laughs> like, that just yeah. got a whole lot grosser. And yeah. Were they involved in anything though, like other than just being gross in the storyline? They, oh, they, they show they show up later with the car. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So his buddy Ted and uh, Boris uh, show up at the apartment the next day, and they're basically like, "Hey, we got a shit." I exactly, but they're basically like, "We got to take you in, otherwise, you know, shit's gonna happen." Something like yeah. that. And then the old guys drive by in uh, in their. I, I thought it was a Rolls Royce, but it was realized, oh no, it's just an old like. Woody Studebaker or something yeah. like that. So some some wood paneled uh But it's it's car. uh it's it's a um shit. It's a convertible. So it has no top on it. So yeah. when you are hiding from goons who are trying to kill you and government officials who are also trying to kill you, maybe ride around in a convertible. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah, totally. Hiding in plain sight. <laughs> if they'd done it while invisible. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. Just fluids. And then, uh... (laughs) (laughs) let that uh that marinate. (laughs) Yeah, just let that that seep in a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, brothers, bad guys in this movie. So the uh, the gang are meeting up with the mystery man again. Um, I think this is where we find out his name is like Tendike or something like that. Uh, But they're. They're meeting him at the uh, the Capitol building. And, of course, seeing a little baby face William Forsythe in the Capitol building just made me think of quite possibly the greatest movie ever made, Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies, have you seen Stone Cold? No. I have not, no. Do yourself a favor and watch it with your gentleman <laughs> friends. It is amazing. Starring, starring Brian Bosworth. Who's he, Steve? Former Oklahoma linebacker, Brian Bosworth. Uh, Wasn't he also the dad in the like third Parent Trap movie in the eighties? Well, that's random. Good for you. Oh, or is that Barry Bostwick? Oh yeah, that one. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When I got Orlando Jones and Orlando Bloom mixed up, (laughs) that was my favorite day on the face of the planet. It was so great. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, they talk to Mystery Man, and he's like, "Hey, you guys really need to get this formula. This is bullshit." And then William Forsythe just randomly, like, breaks a window. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of a dick move. Right. <laughs> but then uh, but then he doesn't get, uh, I don't know, chastised for it. 
Instead, another one of the gang gets another one of those slow fall deaths on the steps of the Capitol. Because they they went in front of the world's slowest and weirdest tour group in the Capitol. And you can tell they are meant to be 3D, right? Because the green screen behind them is so terrible. And then this guy's literally, they're watching him fall. First of all, Capitol's not that tall. So they're watching him fall (laughs) forever. And ever, and it's just, whoa, he's like doing flips and just all this crazy stuff, splats, two seconds, and then it was like you could tell he had some sort of a, like a blood pocket taped to his stomach from when he hit, because <laughs> he hits it, it's just like, boom, blood. Just, so <laughs> That's it. No other structural damage to the, nope. main, the body. Yeah. Totally oh, done. Yeah. The, a body from like a two or three story fall isn't really going to fuck up <laughs> I that I know, marble. but also the guy no. that dropped from the Washington Monument, same story. I think he fell on the grass, so yeah, he's fine. But he he did a lot of really impressive diving flips, like he could have gone into the Olympics, but <laughs> alas. Alas, what could have been? Instead, Russia won that year. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so the Goot and Cindy, they're, uh, they got a plan now where they, uh, they got the car from the old people who just decided to loan them the car for whatever reason. That's cool. She's like, just do it for me. They're like, well, we did send you four dozen roses for your incredible, invisible fuck show. So Your incredible acrobatics sure. where we just thought you were masturbating, but apparently. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a very ornate routine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was choreographed to the letter. <laughs> the dismount was most amazing. <laughs> And uh, they get all the names and addresses of all the local people named Rumpelman because that's all they yeah, basically they're looking for the Sarah Connor uh, mm-hmm. where they just have to go to all the Rumpelmans and see which one <laughs> is a crazy scientist working on an invisibility formula or whatever. Do you know what this ball is and where it's been? <laughs> you have any idea where it's been? And everybody's touching it. They're just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so they go around, they go to like some, uh, I think the last one they go to is like some Asian fish market randomly hidden from society. I, it was really weird because they they had to like sneak past a bunch of like apartments and over fences and it, through a junkyard. And it, then it's like, It, it was oh, in Diagon Alley, bar. apparently, is what happened. They had to go over the the muggle fence and then you get into the Diagon Alley. So that's why you have to sneak through. Uh, gotcha. So those were like wizard fishermen. <laughs> that's well, why we're the nerdy bitches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, See, I said um, that to you, and you know what it means. If I had said that to Brent and PJ, they'd still be staring at me. If it was up to Steve, he still wouldn't know what it meant. It's but true. It's true. I, we, I forced him to watch all of the Harry Potters about a year ago. It was the first time you'd watched them all the way Yeah, back. if that. Yeah, maybe a year ago. <laughs> But yeah, they do find a muggle among the the wizards there, mm-hmm. as they find Ted. Dun dun dun! <gasps> Damn Apparently. you, Ted! You're such a liar. Yeah, you, you told me you were Rumpelman the whole time. I didn't know you were looking for Rumpelman. Right. Good point. That's my, that's that's my a code very name. Point. I have a life outside of you. Thank you very much, Goot. <laughs> I like how he's got the fake dirt on his face too. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. do you get that dirty on your face uh, when you're? It, just standing on the dock. I don't think you do. So I think it might be a lazy man's blackface. Oh, so bad. It's like, <laughs> listen, my self tanner did not come out right, so I'm gonna have to just mold this down a little bit with dirt. <laughs> I can't grow a five o'clock shadow. This is the best I can do. <laughs> 
But uh, but Boris is also there, and they get the rundown of again. We're like, yeah, we're running secret ops, blah blah blah. We found out this uh, this mystery guy named Tendike. He's the one that he also has the formula like from from Russia, or like he stole the formula from Russia or something like that. I, I, he has it for some reason. But he but he needs all of it. All of it. If he if he doesn't have everything, then he has nothing. Just like Skeletor. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're like, okay, you shoot him. No, you shoot him. He's my friend. Well, he's not my friend, but I mean, I still don't I mean, shoot him. I mean, he's, I mean, I was the best man in his wedding. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I drove him around from time to time. You know, I drove him to the wedding. And uh, <laughs> and then the lobster steals the ball. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was so I thought, unnecessary. I thought that was going to come back later. Nope. I did too. <laughs> I was waiting. I was really hoping we'd have invisible lobster uh, follies happening, but no. No. <laughs> or just, oh. like, attack somebody with the lobster afterwards. You gotta utilize what you got. I mean, come on. Oh, and that's right. Uh, also, around this time, uh, they they get a call, and it's the Tendike, the mystery guy, and he basically tells the goot, I have your fiancé. Bring the ball, otherwise she'll you know, die. He's like, he's like eh. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I'm kind of with the sister now. Could right. you... Could you it's pass a, a message awkward. for me? Right. <laughs> I'm going to need that ring back. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'd have been like, okay, where do I need to be? Oh man, I'm going to need about four hours to get there. Hang up the phone. That's like, okay, we got four hours to get the fuck out of town. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were never heard from again <laughs> or never seen again. That's for damn sure. They attacked them with a boat paddle. That was like the lamest attack with a boat paddle. I think I've ever seen. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> They're just like pushing each other now. Like I'm just tired. Like, ugh, uh, get away! No, I've got this cable knit sweater on and it weighs 347 pounds. So just ugh, move. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they eventually escape with the uh, lobster holding the sphere, <laughs> and then we uh, cut across town to uh, the U.S. Mint, where the uh, the exchange is going to go down. Why would and, you have uh, all of the? Every single major thing happened at like a major site. I'm like, really, we do need to have more of the dock and yeah, the right. abandoned buildings. That actually was a better idea. Like, well, listen, we got a permit for this. We're going to use it, <laughs> all of well, it, yeah, exactly. forever. That's right. We, we got this city pass. We're going to use the fuck out of it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't join the Chamber of Commerce to not use it. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to have to use it on a Sunday when everything's closed because, uh, you know, otherwise extras, we got to pay them. It you know happens it to be four in the morning, but you don't know that. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> except for the Capitol or whatever. There's like nobody in any of these monuments. Like, have you been to any of these monuments? There's like a line down the block and I don't know why. I'm like, why? Yeah, where's the scene where the, the Goombas are waiting three hours in line to get to the top of the monument so that then right. one of them can take a dive off and... You know. <laughs> And what I mean, this this uh, invisible guy with the fedora and shit, he's got a temper. But it's like, mm, which one of these guys should I throw? Not the one who did something, but just no. I'm just gonna pick one that I can heft uh, great distances to throw them off something. Yeah, yeah. Now that's how you make decisions. <laughs> There's one thing I learned from Dick Tracy. That's that's how you do it. <laughs> right. If you're not for the people, then you can't buy the people. Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> wow. 
So yeah, so uh, they they're doing the exchange. Uh, Ten Dykes there, and you know the other gang guys are there. Uh, the Goot and Cindy get frisked because you know make sure they're not packing anything in nature's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, uh, I think it's like what Ted pops out and starts shooting at Ten Dyke or something like that, and then we find out. It's not Tendike Invisible, it's just a coat and a hat on an invisible frame. <laughs> but, but but he's still there though because you hear the music and everything. <laughs> and then and then uh Uncle Joe is tied up in the exposition, like, okay, yeah. I don't know. They were tying a lot of uh a lot of knots right here. They're just I never yeah. could figure out was Uncle Joe dead or alive? I never could figure that part out. I think it was implied he was dead, but they didn't say it, just that mm. Okay, well, we find out the true identity of Tendike. Ladies, do, do you want to reveal it? <gasps> bum, bum, bum. It's the fiancé. <laughs> and, you know, it's a shame that she made herself invisible when she had that Pharaoh wave going on. I just, I'm so sad. Right. <laughs> she had great hair. Okay. But, I, but, love, I love the talk she's having. So she's doing exposition out the wahoo. And oh, then yeah. she's like, and I can see from the expression on your face that my pill must be wearing off because, ta-da, it's me, little sister. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. And, okay, like, you so- saw my Barbie when we were five. <laughs> well, and she starts explaining, like, the <laughs> genius behind her plan. Like, I was going to marry you for your diplomatic contacts, and then I would be able to sell the formula to everyone. It's like. You don't need the goot for his diplomatic contacts. <laughs> you can like, just go anywhere and right. be like, hey, you want an invisibility formula? <laughs> yes, I do. I know. And the goot's like the office manager. So like, I don't yeah. really know that his contacts are all that helpful. Look, you want his fucking Rolodex? You can steal that shit. But those I'm going to marry then, right? you instead. <laughs> then I'll have a slow climb to hell. Yep, which now- happens in the very next scene, by the way. She's also stripping while that's going on, too. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, why not? But it's like the least <laughs> sexy strip again. It's just kind of a very weird. I don't know, it was very strange. Well, she's not doing it to be sexy. <laughs> but in the 80s, weren't all movies doing it to be sexy. It just failed miserably. I mean, so she's I, mean just I assume standing they there. would have a purpose. I'm like, if no. you're invisible, why do you have a strapless bra on? <laughs> that's good, that's, that's a, a lot of work and a lot of pain to deal with for something hey. no one's ever going to see. Liz, she likes the way it makes her feel. <laughs> she wears it for her. Yeah, she doesn't do it for them. She does it for her. Also, weren't her panties like the side tie panties? Yeah, they yes. sure were. Fancy. <laughs> the, oh, well, I could prefer to call the uh, easy access. <laughs> <laughs> Under her man clothes. Yeah, well, you know. You just gotta feel pretty. Uh, so yeah, so they end up chasing uh, Amanda, the fiancé. Uh, she starts throwing guys like down the stairs and like, mm-hmm. she hits one of them like a chair or something too, doesn't it? Or like, it was chaos there at the end. It, it yeah. was, it was a little hard to find. I was kind of like half dozing off at that point. <laughs> like what is, <laughs> I don't even know. And then they get to like where they're some room in the mint where I guess they burn all of the money. Cause in a, you know, in a giant it, hole in the middle of the floor, as you do, goddamn volcano esque sarlacc pit or right. fire. And he's, <laughs> he's chasing her around this thing, and he's she's like, naked. "Come back, come back!" Yeah, she's naked. She, you know, she's naked and invisible. He's chasing her. Come back. You could see the ball. That's like the ball is yeah, yeah, on yeah. its own accord. And then they like climb up and they get onto the money chute. 
<laughs> where they where yeah. they're now going to be, you know, again, Sarlacc pit. They're going to be dragged down to this fire pit. But it's like, like a conveyor belt or something, I'm like, right? But like you it's just, like, the slowest one ever. Off? It's yeah. it's right there. Like the ground is right there. Just just step off. I don't understand. And she's screaming her face off. Help me, Sam. Help me, man. I'm gonna die. And uh, she's like, eh. and he's scrambling, like he's yeah, gonna he, do something. She's like, invisible. He's like, I'm trying to help, but I can't fucking see you. Here's my arm. Grab it. Like, no, I'm over here. Like, help there's only me. so much, uh, so many places you can be on this little four foot conveyor belt. Are you even trying? Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, long story short, she eventually reaches the end of that conveyor belt and falls into the money fire. And <laughs> yeah, then Sam just climbs off the conveyor belt. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He very simply just like, all right, step, step, and I'm off. <laughs> and we're done. I don't see what the big deal was. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> I, and, and then uh, I think the sister starts like crying or something. And I'm like, she was oh, yeah. going to fucking kill you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I I like that nobody was ever upset that they were that the sister was still in the fiance. Like all we care about is that she's a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so now's the time for the resolution. Boris I, ends up giving them like a couple of vials so they can you know run off together. It's like well because okay. they're gonna have to disappear. Yeah. Yeah. They got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then we get uh, a wedding mm-hmm. between the two of them. Yeah. Where everybody is blindfolded for some blindfolded. reason. Blindfolded. Why? Ugh, so why? they don't see that they're invisible. Because their friends and family can't know they're invisible. Okay. Why they're actually invisible right at this moment? Unclear. Yeah. Why would you ever, ever why would you... go to somebody's wedding if they said you can only come if you wear a blindfold? Like, no, that no, just this, sounds like a way to get shot in the head. This sounds like, <laughs> this sounds like some eyes wide shut bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's it was I I don't understand the resolution there. The only thing I was thinking is like, well, maybe they were on the run for the law from the law. And so but then, why would you have the wedding? I know, right? With your friends you and family, yeah. why would they need to be blindfolded if they know it's you who's getting married? The there is no point legal? to this scene, <laughs> except they can now be naked. Yeah, and the wedding. That's, oh, of their whole that's right. I forgot. Scene approved. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's all it took for some guy. They're like, this wedding seems unnecessary. Like, what are we doing? And they're like, because naked, done, boom. Yeah. And then everybody else starts taking their clothes off, and it's a nice little naked wedding, like everybody loves, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Not, not quite. <laughs> I like um, that to shelter them and their nakedness, they give them a jacket. It's not a long yeah. jacket. It's not <laughs> yeah. a trench coat. Well, it's just you know, a they, jacket. They still want to see the goo, but yeah. <laughs> everyone does. So here you go. Here's a hat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Here's a hat to cover yourself with. No, no, your hair. It's going to (laughs) rain. But yeah, credits roll. Everybody's happy. And we find out this movie was filmed in Optimax three. I've never heard of it. You know, yeah, apparently it's, I'd never heard of it either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's what jaws 3d and, uh, had to be that that one Friday, the 13th 3d was, (laughs) All those, uh, all those nineteen eighty three movies. But ladies and gentlemen, the man who wasn't there. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous. Woo! Ladies, 
would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. I would right. love for everyone to have to watch this movie. <laughs> you mean get to watch this movie. This is cringe-tastically yeah. awesome. Right? So I was watching this movie this morning, and my dad came in and was watching the first five minutes or so of it with me. And then he had to go on an errand, and he basically came back right towards the end. And the question, because he was, you know, again, naked wedding, he's like looking at me, he's like, so... Was that as bad as it looked from the beginning? <laughs> it was exactly what you would have expected from the beginning of this movie, which is delightful. So, <laughs> just just for fun, I would recommend it, but I would recommend it because you just have to see it because it cannot be described. Right. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we, I think we did a pretty good job, if I yeah. say so ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got us. You got us here. Yeah. So. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that I'm, 3D Jaws uh, goot thing right there totally reeled me in. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know <laughs> how I to, to oversell the movie. I have to say, I think the favorite thing about this is the goot booty. He had a pretty good good little booty there. I, I think it's the, the dead guy booty? booty at the beginning. <laughs> that was much better. He, he had a good booty, but he didn't shake it. No. So yeah. Goot, Goot it, it totally wasn't a shakes in it. Action. <laughs> yeah, he shakes it for that guy who's like, "Stop it, he's cute." And he's like, "Shake it, shake it," and I'm like, "I like that. I'm a fan." <laughs> so <laughs> I am not as privy to the uh, Goot conversations that we've had. Has anybody recommended the episode of Party Down where it's Steve Gutenberg's uh, birthday? Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I have not seen that. Oh, it is great. So it's on Hulu. Just search it. it was sometime in the second season. That's the name of the episode. Uh, Steve Gutenberg's birthday, and it's the greatest. He makes fun of himself. He makes fun of everything. It's awesome. Nice. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we have fun facts. More beer. Possibly dead kittens if they don't calm down. <laughs> and what we learn from the man who wasn't there. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Newport Beach, The Pool House, Captain Oates, Chino, Ew, I'm Michelle, I'm Liz, and I'm Ingrid, and we're Let's, Let's Talk, Talk OC. We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us. Join us. <laughs> 
happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Kittens are adorable when they're asleep for 20 hours. It's the other four that they're Mm -hmm. kind of unbearable. Yep. All right. You ladies ready? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Oh, um, bottle opener and bottle. Oh, take that cat. That's what you get. You just kicked Cameron. That's what he gets for being under my foot. And there she (laughs) <laughs> they're it's they're cats do not presume to know the cat's gender you'll find out do not when do it... not misgender your cat do no. not misgender oh we <laughs> so uh the so our, our kittens are uh they're tortoiseshells which that color only comes in girls so they're definitely girls um mr pickles is our old man cat and mm. he's been taking care of the baby girls like a mama so i posted on facebook a picture and of him snuggling them and said, you know, Mama Pickles. And uh, one of my family members was very offended that I had misgendered my cat. How do, you, how do they know what your cat identifies as? That's right. How have you ever tried to gender a cat? Because I have. It's not that easy. Apparently because it's Dr. Pickles, they couldn't believe that a uh, lady, <laughs> lady doctor was a real thing. Uh, <laughs> no no lady scientists Pickles. in Utah, eh? <laughs> they, they know Mr. Pickle, Mr. Pickles, and know he's a boy, and they were just, I guess, offended that I would call him a mama. Maybe they were more offended because they've raised real children, oh, and animals are yes. children. I don't know. No. Animals can, do not have mothers and fathers. They clearly don't no. have parents. They all come from a factory. Spontaneous combustion. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what, though? Fire, I, that, I think. I do think that is how cats come about because I've lived in some some neighborhoods. It's like, where do you get this? Pew, 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 pew. They're just everywhere. Yeah, like, cats and rats. 40 kids? Yeah, they spontaneously <coughs> combust out of the walls. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Ah! And including a promo for those uh, nerdy bitches. Oh, bitches. Dude, I hear they're, I hear they're super cool. <laughs> they are. They're, they're super pretty rad. Good. And so good looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially their uh their shark month and their bat months i mean i love their themes yeah Heather says we're doing killer bees next month so yeah <laughs> uh, all the animal exploitation films <laughs> uh but babe i'm a little parched are you now yeah. that's a shame we have nothing to drink oh wait i'm a liar do you have a vial of blue liquid i could drink that might turn me invisible <laughs> or be blue curacao I have from Almanac Beer Company a barrel-aged blueberry supernova. Ooh. Tart, refreshing, real fruit. 5.7% alcohol by volume. Alameda Brewing Company. That'll do. Yeah. Uh, so in... <laughs> uh, let's be totally honest. This was canned on October of 2018. 
Okay. So uh, it's a sour, so I don't think it should have any problems. Yeah. Let's see. This is not a kettle sour. This naturally conditioned mixed culture sour ale was aged for months with real fruit in oak barrels, creating a delightfully tart and refreshing brew. Let's do it. Let's pop this top. I hope this doesn't explode on me. Do you want to get the... You know, get the garbage can ready just in case. We've had a lot of bottle bombs up here. Yep. I blame the altitude. altitude. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the fact that some of our beers are a year old, maybe? Maybe. And they're sour. Yeah. Here's my top. Ooh, oh, I think your formula's wearing off. Oh, no! And the pour? Yes, this is a light pale ale. You can definitely see the blueberry in it. It's got some pinkish to- uh, notes to it. The uh, the head has a, is light pink. Millennial pink. Okay. <laughs> Interesting choice of words after the shower scene earlier in the movie, but hashtag woke question mark. <laughs> yeah, um, this smells a little funky and a little bit oh, like blueberries. You yeah. can smell the sour. Yeah, this is a this is gonna be a tart one. Steve's gone in for the taste. Oh wow! Yeah, it's like um, it's like drinking a sweet tart. Um, Ooh, yeah, it is. Ooh. Yeah, maybe one of the the purple ones, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, some of the blueberry notes do come through. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's mostly it's got a very like sour raspberry lemonadey like flavor to yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah very, not... very sweet, tart, and just and a little funky on the end. Not what you would expect from a beer, that's for sure. Yeah, that's um, that's all sours. All mm-hmm. sours don't taste like beer. <laughs> I think I got heartburn just hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's happening? Oh, I'm turning <laughs> ah, invisible. Ah, only your dick's showing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they'll still be able to follow me. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Quick, put a sock on it. <laughs> it is kind of cold outside. Uh, but who wants some fun facts? Only if they're mm-hmm. super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Well, they're definitely not interesting tidbits. <laughs> All right, ladies. Rotten Tomatoes. There's not a critic score, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no Apparently there wasn't enough p- critics that watched it back in the day. <laughs> the audience score. What do you think it is? Ladies? 12%. I'll go with 23, because goot. 17. 14%. So wow. Pink Liz wins. No, that was without going over. Oh, was it Heather? Oh, congratulations, yeah. Heather! Woo! Yay! <laughs> and the worldwide gross for this movie, two point four million dollars, which I think adjusted for inflation makes it eighty-five billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was the helicopter rental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Luckily, paid that off because <laughs> because uh, Gutenberg was cheap back then. Mm-hmm. You know, before before he started making Police Academy money. Before she started making Zeus and Roxanne money. Oh, you know right. what? That Zeus and Roxanne money is still holding him today. So, Right? Yeah. That's why he's able to have birthday parties with the cast from Party Down. <laughs> yeah. All right. Most of the 3D scenes were shot on both green and blue screens to go along with the stunts performed on the set during filming. Movie magic. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> also, a fun fact, Gutenberg did most of his own stunts. <laughs> Including, I guess, wiggle so in front of the Secretary of State. <laughs> he took his his own pants off for most of this movie. He rarely removed other actors' pants. <laughs> Stunt cock. No. 
Uh, this was also the first major role of Sir William Forsythe. Who's he, Steve? <laughs> he, he was. He was. I know, I know. <laughs> he was the um, peculiar gentleman. No, <laughs> distinguished. That's it. Distinguished gentleman. <laughs> also, the director was in this movie. Oh. Uh, apparently Bruce Mammoth played the fireplug crusher, which I think was one of the, the, the Goombas. That is a terrible <laughs> name. That's what he's credited as. I don't know wow. what to say about that. Um, and of course this was one of three 1983 comedies starting with the words, the man in the title. <gasps> what? Okay. Yeah. To go along with the man who loved women. All right. And the man with two brains, Steve Martin. Oh, shit. Not the thing with two heads? (laughs) No, that was a different year. And I'm pretty sure that wasn't a comedy. (laughs) Oh, no, that's a comedy. Is it an action comedy? Because they drive around and... I mean, uh, I think it's just a comedy comedy. I'm going to have to watch that movie. Have you? you I've only heard legends and seen clips. Ladies, have either of you seen the thing with two heads? No. I have not. Oh, it's uh yeah a uh, an aging racist uh, who with a incurable disease uh, has his head sewn on uh, to the body and of, of a former football player basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Made, wow. I feel, I and high like and Sue seventy eight or something. So super politically correct. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I missed a major point. This is considered a action comedy. Yeah, action everywhere. There was gunplay. There were people falling off of monuments. Um, okay. I mean, we had diplomats you know, there and was diplomatic de- immunity. There was definitely people watching some action going on through telescopes. Oh yeah. I must switch to infrared. <laughs> so creepy. It's like watching people fuck, but you're the predator. You get it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, One more note God. on that scene. <laughs> Did anybody else was anybody else expecting the uh, the crazy uncle to be in that group? Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be like, "Oh good. My 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 niece is home. I'm going to watch through him for it." She's always good for one. Anyway. <laughs> What's she doing at Ted's house? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that old lady always in the has hall. a floozy over. <laughs> Did y'all oh, expect anything? Don't expect anything to happen with the old lady in the hallway. The one who kept, like, creeping the front door. She yeah. was, like, randomly oh, yeah. standing there. What's going on in there? I was like, hoping what? she was going to end up being, like, the Chinese spy or something. Right. <laughs> Supplies! <laughs> 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 right. So, ladies, what did we learn from the man who wasn't there? Uh, Heather, do you want to start us off? Nature's pocket. <laughs> it's handy for invisibility. Excellent. Uh, Liz, anything you learned? Oh, yes. I learned that if you find a tall enough desk, you can get away with just about anything in Washington. <laughs> um, how about you, babe? I've learned that I have now apparently memorized every nook and cranny of the goot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been burned in my memory forever. Deep in my spank bank. <laughs> um, I learned this movie probably had more nudity than invisibility. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. did. A lot more. <laughs> and uh, I also learned 
Watching a one-sided makeout session Ugh. is incredibly awkward. We've so talked gross. about this. Kissing is kind of gross anyway. <coughs> yes. I mean, it's fun to be part of, but to watch it's kind of just gross. Mm. And yeah, one-sided is even worse, apparently. <laughs> oh, god damn it, cat! You are the what, silliest. What is the cat doing? Just... Like, it's like it's like I got this helicopter rental. I got. Yeah. Work. <laughs> pretty much like oh he's flying a helicopter in the background and uh no we have one of those toys that has the the cat scratcher in the middle uh-huh. and then it's got a track with a ball that they can't get out that rolls yeah. around in circles yeah. and she's like jumping on the ball but she's like hand standing on the ball and then falling over backwards <laughs> and it's kind of the cutest thing in the whole wide world but it's also super annoying right now <laughs> So also, they, she's trying to start a tiny helicopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. She's not very good at it, but she's working on it. <laughs> she's good. With my help, she could be the best. <laughs> you have no idea how difficult it is for cats to put on a tiny jumpsuit. <laughs> it's all those damn buttons. Can you zip me up in the back? I mean, meow. <laughs> I don't have time for cat questions. <laughs> I don't have time for your cat questions. Uh, but ladies... Thank you for joining us on this amazing cinematic adventure. Thank um, you for having us. <laughs> I understand you also have a podcast. We do. What? We do. We recently started one five years ago. Pretty amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. So we are a podcast with two geeky ladies podcasting our way through pop culture. We cover books and movies and random bullshit that comes into our mind. And the goot. We like the goot. Yeah. Yeah. Goot timber. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Gutsember, ladies? It was almost Gutember, so we'll see if I can get another Goot month going. Yep. And make sure you follow him because uh, we might be popping up on a future episode. Well, at least Izzy, because, you know. Because I'm a new <coughs> Sexism. <coughs> it's called representation, Steve. We want guys to know they are not around anymore. if they're really not needed it's fine (laughs) well joke's on you i'm the man who wasn't there in the first place (laughs) you can come if you if you drink your blue vial oh well i'll drink my blue vial yep yep and then it'll wear off about two-thirds of the way through and it'll be like ah ah, steve (laughs) it's coming at me like jaws 3d You're like, those are the world's biggest boxers. What's happening? <laughs> they're smiley faces. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're Gutenberg smiley faces. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would yep. pay to see that. Yep. Excellent. So, yeah, if you want to follow us, you can find us at nerdybitches.com. We are, of course, on all of the major podcast apps, except for Podcoin, because they suck and they're gone. Um, so, so you can find us on Twitter at nerdy bitches pod and at nerdy bitches on Instagram. And you could just put the name in there on Facebook and we're everywhere. So yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) And babe, are you, uh, do you also have a social media presence of some sort? No, I cannot be found. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait. All right. Well, Tidy Venus on pretty much everything. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping, especially over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where I sell all kinds of fun art and handmade crafts and even some paracord made by the sexy and great Steve. Gutenberg. No, wait, the other one. <laughs> the other Steve. The other one, this Steve. That's right. 
I, I keep getting the, those great Steves mixed up. You're like if Steve Gutenberg was good looking. <laughs> <laughs> and join us next week when we interview the not so good looking Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Um, yeah. everybody's got to be a second I'd like, I'd like a call back on that one <laughs> dear the goot it's yeah, time so we had a little talk and of course I think all four of us uh, would recommend frankieandmer.com for the finest and essential oils and uh, uh, aromatherapy yeah. um, and I assume there's some sort of code that can be used uh, to get some sort of a discount or perhaps free mm. shipping on orders of $35 or more uh, what would, what would that code be? Well, I think the best code to use would be Nerdy Bitches, all one word. 15% off your entire order. There you go. Or if you don't want to type that much, <laughs> you could always use the code untidy, and that's only six letters. Yeah. <laughs> Take the shortcut. <laughs> but yeah, either way, check out frankamer.com. They got some great products there. We we love them. I, 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 I think I speak on behalf of Liz and Heather that they're amazing, right? Yeah, definitely. We love them. Yep. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite? Of course we Spray do. the bitch away. Duh. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a pretty good uh, uh, repellent. Oh, wait, no. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a soothing, it's a very soothing uh, aroma. Steve, it very much soothes me, so just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's amazing, and I'll tell you, it works even longer and faster if you throw it at somebody. So, you know, good time. <laughs> it's also a great gift idea because they don't know how to take it. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I believe that's referred to as a bitch bomb. <laughs> yeah. Patent pending. Right. Right. <laughs> that's right, Frankie Murray. You got to call us about using that one. Yep. No. Actually, I think they already had, they had before when they had a different production facility and possibly in the future we'll have again. They had Wash the Bitch Away, which was a soap. Ooh. They I, I don't know if they had a bath bomb or not, but they it wouldn't one. surprise me. That would be awesome. And if not, so, we, we should form our own bath bomb heather and it would totally be yeah that'd be amazing yes yeah bomb the bitch and then you get tom jones to sing the theme song of bitch bomb bitch bomb it's a bitch bomb <laughs> smells like peppermint cinnamon and, uh, and a pinch of cardamom uh. <laughs> no see there's like there's gonna be a multi-pack because one of them's gonna be pumpkin spice flavored and that's just gonna be the basic bitch oh yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely Yep. Yeah, so our lowest our lowest Patreon level is actually called Not Your Basic Bitch. So. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. Something else could just smell like Clinique Happy, you know? <laughs> so which well, level is bitch, please? <laughs> you can you can uh, recommend that to uh, to Frankie Murr. They yeah. can just make a new one. Yeah. You're like, sort of happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mild, mildly entertaining. That's that's the nerdy bitch's scent right there. Mildly entertaining. I, accidentally at least you won't be some angry. of the times. I, I like it. I, entitled bitch has to be one too. We've got to figure it out. Oh, yeah. There you go. oh yeah. All right, we gotta we gotta call some people. Yeah. <laughs> I smell some labels coming on aromatherapy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking like t shirt slogans. I'm like, yeah yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Well, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Missy. And I'm Liz. I'm Heather. And this is <laughs> Everything I Learned From Movies. Everybody, everybody. Who controls the British crown? Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We do. Who leaves Atlantis off the maps? Who keeps the Martians under wraps? We do. 
back the electric car who makes the Gutenberg a star? We do, we do. Who robs kingfish of their sight? Who rigs every Oscar night? We do.